This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. I like that um, every now and then, and really more often than that, quite frequently, someone will text in, this is scary for you out there, but it's convenient for me. Some of y'all think like me. That is that you should be terrified. You Doesn't should you should well. You should be all, all uh, examined by a team of uh, psychiatrists. But it is helpful to me because I'll forget stuff, and then I'm like, oh yeah, we want to talk about this. So here you go, Kevin and Prairie Grove reminded me of one of my favorite things I've read on the internet this week. Iowa punter Tory Taylor is 19 yards away from breaking the single season punting yards record that was set in 1938. Zach, when this happens, which will probably happen on his first punt. On the first drive of the game, they're going to go three and out. Should they stop the bowl game and honor this achievement of a record that has stood for um, 85 years? I think it's uh, it's unique in today's uh, very offense-friendly uh, college football where the uh, where the where it is it is built to for teams to rack up points and yards for a team to go in the opposite direction and say, you know what? Screw offense. We're going to punt the football. Uh, it's pretty uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Very, very impressed. So yes. 4,000 yards. What's the actual record? The actual record is 4,138. 138. Uh, Set by Johnny Pingle at, Mount Cl- at uh, Michigan State. Michigan State. I can't be right. Johnny Pingle. 4138. Right, a yard is three feet, right? That's right, yes. Yes, 4138 times three. What are you talking got? about? 12,414 yards, DQ. No, that's feet. What? Okay, 12,000 feet. Yeah, 4,100 yards, DQ. If I gave you a football, how long do you think it would take you to, to punt a football 4,138 yards? <laughs> a while. 12,000 feet, that's um, over two miles. You'd have to punt a football over two miles. So you'd kick it, you'd go get it. I'd probably be able to get like 15 yards per punt. If, okay. Now, if you Is average, that even saying I kick the ball? Like, I don't Yeah, what miss. if you miss? Yeah. I wouldn't miss. If you kicked it 15 feet or 15 yards every single time, it would take you almost 300 punts to go 4,000 yards. You're lefty or righty, DQ? Right. Okay. You may have to switch to the left when the right yeah, leg yeah, when becomes the, the, dead. Or after. you'll be in traction. Trust <laughs> right. me, I have some experience in this area. <laughs> Can we bring the family of Johnny Pingle out for, uh, you know, I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to the field for a special presentation. That's Where did he, where did he play? He played at Michigan State. Michigan State. Right. The family of the late John Pingle is here to honor the new record holder for punts in a season. Iowa's Tory Taylor. Huh. Uh, he could get one of those footballs where, like, two of the panels are white, so uh-huh. you can put the right. you know the text on it or right. whatever. With, the, with it. the actual yardage on That's it. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give right. him a game ball. Ferrets, give him a game ball, you coward. Come on. I love uh, this. Johnny Pingle has his own Wikipedia page. He does. I've been looking yeah, at it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Mount, Mount Clemens, Michigan. All right. Died in 1999, aged 82. Yeah. Played for the Lions, Yeah, he too. did. Look at that. Michigan man through and through. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, uh, DQ tomorrow. Who had, who had Johnny Pingle on the uh, on the card? Tomorrow, there. DQ. I would like you to go punt a football two hundred and seventy six times and see how far it goes. <laughs> okay. A regulation football or like a smaller one? College football. Can I have a smaller one? No. Mm-mm. Now you got to do the real thing. Well, you're such a stickler you. to the rules. Well, we got to <laughs> look. You don't want you don't want to punt the football that Johnny Pingle had to. Well, that thing. that thing was like punting a tire. I'm willing to give you one of these aerodynamically shaped things that we've got today, which is a whole lot easier. That thing was actually made of pig, wasn't it? It was In stuffed. the 30s? Yeah. Yeah. It Not, was It was gross. It was like, yeah. it, it, ugh. Now, DQ, you'd be better off. Um, ah, good question. Uh, Graham asking about a Nerf. Have you ever seen a Nerf football without a bite taken out of it? No, it's always missing a Somebody's chunk. Somebody's always taking a chunk out I of mean, it. I it's, mean, uh, unless it's like off the rack. Then maybe yeah, it's still in the plastic. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But I've never seen a Nerf football without a chunk taken out. And it's most of the time it's not the dog; mm. it's someone else that takes a chunk out of it. It's not it, you blame the pets. They're they're the easy mark. They can't talk back. DQ, what if we sent you down to Scott Fountain for some uh, kicking lessons? Oh, there you go on the drop. Mm-hmm. You know another thing that annoys me. Yep. You're, you're annoyed by Joe Tessitore. So yes. Joe Tessitore's son kicked at Boston College. Yes. So anytime there's a special teams kick. He becomes like this super aggressive expert. Oh, look what he, look where his plant foot was right there. That is not the right technique. Look, look, watch his drop. He's going into all these terms that like, he shanked it. Who cares? I mean, seriously, move on. Move on. That's right. We don't need to spend five minutes on a shank punt. Super Come on, nice guy though. Joe's very nice very guy. Very nice guy. But I don't care about his uh, intimate knowledge of special teams. I really Just don't have any. Absolutely interest. annoys the hell out of me. That's right. That's why they don't put Jay Feely on a lot of games. Come on. DQ, you're uh, you're young. Would you have to stretch to punt 275 times? Yeah. Okay. I'd have to practice my footwork. Who do we know that's unemployed that could just mark this for you? <laughs> what, what happened there? Did we just get somebody out what, there? What happened not, there? Not doing anything. And, that wasn't a shot at yeah, anybody. No, it was just a swing at anybody. I was just, nobody's catching a stray on that. I'm just saying somebody with nothing to do. I have nothing to do. I mean, the whole the whole company's in town tomorrow. Yeah, we'll it's not somebody. like we could get one of them to. I mean, they're not going to be doing anything. Past. Security's going to be tight at this thing too. Is it really? Oh okay. yeah. Well, okay. we're all in the same place. It has to be. DQ, are you bringing? Oh, yeah. Who are we? Dude, wipe leaving? out the whole lineup. Who and, are we leaving behind? The oh, line of succession. Who's the, who's the designated survivor <laughs> for ESPN Arkansas? That's a great question. Who would uh, Who would we leave behind? <laughs> That's a great question. We need to talk about this tomorrow at the, at the lunch. Well, somebody's going to get booted out because they have to be the designated survivor. Do That's we right. do, do we treat it like a union shop where the newest person has to stay behind? Big C's the designated survivor? No, Dale would be. Oh, Dale is? Yeah, Dale oh. got here last. Oh, so. I was thinking Wait, like on I'm the on-air host. On-air host, yeah, it would be Big C. Okay. So do we have to have one of each? We have to have a... Actually... Wait, no, isn't it Matt Jones? Actually, it's you. No, it's not. You were hired in this calendar year officially. Ooh. But I've been... Oh. That doesn't count, no. though. I've been no, here. No, he's right. No, point of parliamentary the, procedure. DQ, that does not count. I've been here for correct. almost four no, years. No, what you did was you went from intern to part-time to full-time. That's a job change, and your date of hire changes every single no, time. No, it doesn't. Christian was hired prior to you. So, DQ, I have some bad news. That doesn't matter. I've You're been here. staying here. I've been here as for the designated four survivor. years. I will not be counted as the newest person. So wait, them's the rules. That is not. Sorry. I've been them, here. Them's the rules. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this is the way it is. 
Ethan and Atkins says uh, you can't make DQ the designated survivor. She takes too many vacations, and then the show wouldn't be on. DQ. That's not even true. No. Nope. Zach's going to act like he hasn't been Listen. gone like two days out of the last week. Listen, nobody wants me there. I'll be the designated survivor. No, 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 survivor. no, because no, you and I were hired at the same time. Actually, I was hired a month before you. Oh, my God. So, so you're, you're safe. <laughs> DQ, I'm sorry. It's not me. It's I'm sorry. Christian or no, Matt it's not Jones Christian. or Chuck or someone. Yep, there's a text. Wow, DQ sounded a little bougie. How? I just I just read them, DQ. Um, by by definition, if if we sent this to HR, you would be designated as the. I have the been getting a hire. paycheck from this company for like three years. Yes, but your job when your job status changes doesn't when you go from intern. Yes, it does. I actually. don't think it matters. When you go from uh, intern to part time to full time. Your, your designation changes and your date of hire. Now, when was the Taylor Swift concert? That was July 7th, uh-huh. I believe. I was already an employee and she, by then. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. But I, okay, so yes, whatever I was. it was. June, let's say it was July 1st. You're still the newest employee we have. So, DQ, I've got some bad news for you. You have to stay behind. Okay, we'll see if I'm here when you show back up to do the show. All right. Well, DQ, there's also this little matter there are bald people at this luncheon and you hate bald people and we take a lot of heat for that it's gonna be awkward yeah it's gonna be weird gonna be weird yep gonna be uncomfortable even (laughs) all right well there you go there's our espn designated survivor right there that's right thank you dq thanks for uh, making the ultimate sacrifice we'll bring you some food When did we cross over, by the way, from doggy bags to to-go boxes? Years ago. Years But why? Years. What Were the dogs offended? They were on the bags? What, what happened there? Well, in the boxes, you're, they have the little separator things where your food doesn't touch. Right. Sometimes. Yeah, the dog bag was just a, a bag with no dividing. And it probably seeps ah. through. Brandon yeah. in Paris says it's just, DQ is just like all these kids out there. They want instant seniority and the highest pay. What? are you talking about just like the i don't even have like you have your own office because i don't do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice united roofing and waterproofing is the answer to your issue joey vivano and his team service commercial residential and industrial roofs consultations are always free and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. What's happening now? Uh, Paula and Fort Smith and I are having a conversation. Okay. Um, explaining to him what dating season is. Oh, yeah. February 15th to August 1st, and the birthday has to fall in the off season. Um, <laughs> that way I'm not on the hook for any, uh, you know, birthday gifts, birthday trips, anything like that. I'm learning. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I'm not doing any of that anymore. I did that. No thanks. Hmm. Uh, Rick on the McClarty yeah. Daniel Hotline also doesn't remember dreams. It, it That's not unusual. Is it? No, not really. Um, 
dreams are most of your dreams last what seconds they seem like they last forever but they last seconds and then you know you're you move on to the next one okay uh this update maybe we shouldn't give the update it's not pleasant ah uh, go ahead yeah but it's bad news are we not supposed to re- report bad news who's bad news volleyball team dropped the first set to Kentucky 25-22 so it's not over no, it's not over. All right, then. We're fine. They dropped set one. They're fine. They're headed to set number two. Everything's fine. Okay. Where, where's that game being played? It's on the U. ESPNU. Oh, there it is right there. Okay. Yeah. 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 Every, right. Everything's great. Okay. Also, we are uh, keeping tabs on... I did not hear the uh, reasoning for this. Why is the NBA tournament game being played at 4 o'clock in did the afternoon right the now? Did you see the trophy? Yeah. No, like the the one they put on the back of a flatbed truck? No, I haven't like seen it. It's like 14 them. feet tall. I haven't seen that. Oh, I've it's seen ridiculous. The, the smaller one. They're going to have a 14-foot trophy for this thing? I'll go find the video for you. Um, it is ridiculous. As, um, you know, this is this is mildly amusing, I think. But um, the tonight we've got Steelers Chargers, which could be the lowest total in 30 years in pro football. And in this Pacers-Bucks game, they're looking at the highest total in quite some time for that for this game here. Uh, let me see here. Find the article again. But they're looking at a, a total of like, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. The, it's the highest total since 1991. There's going to be a lot of points. 257 and a half. Ooh, dog. Uh, Derek, uh, text of the 479 does point out that uh, the volleyball team is having normal volleyball issues. I don't think we can joke about that anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's it, the point of the NBA in-season tournament? I don't really know. No clue. To get, 10%, to get 1% more attention they're, on this time well, of the year? They're trying to mimic what they do in European soccer. That's it. And that it's just not the same because... In the Premier League, they play on, on mostly on the weekends, and you've got midweek games I- that are in another tournament. And this is just completely different. I don't, I don't even understand the formatting in any of this. I'm absolutely well, there was no group I, I play, and now they're in the knockout stage. I don't understand. Are these like re- part of the regular season games? The the eighty two that they play because they don't want to play those games anyway. I don't really know. Okay, all right. I I don't know how. This but the works. Bucks and the uh, uh, Pacers are about to go at it, and apparently it's going to be like one forty to one thirty nine or something. Well, I like got that. the I got the Bucks minus the five and a half. So let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Yep. That's right. Is this Bready? Huh? What's the name here? Or did we did we dangle a Y there? A DQ. On you're the phone. Brett? Sorry. It's Brett. Brett. Okay. okay. Brett in Fayetteville on the McClarty New Hotline. Hi, Brett. Hey, how's it going? Great. Uh, since y'all are talking about dreams, I uh, I had a dream that Nick Saban was the devil one time. <laughs> like, so, like the actual like, devil? Like actually Beelzebub? The, well, the Antichrist. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it would be the Antichrist. <laughs> Evidently, uh, on the night before an Alabama football game a few years ago, and me and my friends all joke about this now, We we every time we see or hear Nick Saban on the TV, hear anything about him, we call him the Antichrist. So I was at my mom's house in my dream, and I started to watch a Razorback football game versus Alabama. And I've got a bad habit of cussing and all that kind of stuff when the games are on. So 
uh, I dreamed uh, that Nick Saban came to the door and knocked on the door during the game. Now, I don't understand how he got off the sidelines or anything like that. That's, That's a dream you have dreams. to suspend reality. Okay. Uh, right, right. So he knocks on the door, and I answered the door, and he says, you're going down, and I turn around, and my mother's house is on fire. And I'm like, what in the world? And I turn back around, and it wasn't Nick Saban standing there. It was pretty much a classical image of the devil. And then oh. I woke up. Yeah, wow. that would wake me up, absolutely. Huh. So uh, since y'all were t- I've, I've thought about calling and telling y'all that for a long time. But since y'all were talking about dreams, I actually picked up the phone. And well did done. It. So I well thought done. y'all you- might be interested. Yes. Well done. Very well good, done. Brett. Wow. Thank, thank you. Wow. We need to consult with Anton LaVey on yes. this dream, don't we? Author of <laughs> okay. Anytime we can shoehorn in, and Anton it's about LeVay. once a year, <laughs> we can shoehorn in Anton Levay. Um, right, okay, here's a, great, here's a great question, DQ. So, uh, what does a dream like that mean? Let me look up fire. Okay. Uh, Ryan and Prairie Grove has just turned the show on. I mean, what the hell is going on here? Well, I had a dream. Uh, Brian, that Brock Lesnar was chasing me around Ross Aid Stadium during an Indiana Purdue game, and I the old know, Oaken Bucket the old, game, yeah, the old Oaken Bucket, uh, and I didn't know what that meant, so we've we've kind of meandered down this path, and uh, apparently Nick Saban is the devil. Whoop, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Nick Saban's the devil. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. Wow. I, uh huh. I wow. Okay, so uh-huh. there is dream interpretations for a house being on fire. All right, let's go. Um, Brett, it typically attention. means you're on the verge of being completely or utterly burned out. Burnt out. Stress is built up to the point where the f- house on fire, where the house is on fire, and you reach that stage of stress. You Every- have to do something about Razorback it. Razorback fans are nodding their heads, going, "Yes, Razorback football is, now, is stressful." I don't know how to combine that with. The devil. Or Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, but, but we, a lot know, of moving that's parts a multi- here. It's, it's, a, it's a good launching point. But, I, okay, so he, he was stressed out about uh, Arkansas football. He did say he cusses a lot during the game. Well, who doesn't when they go 4-8? and eight? I mean, honestly, everybody was good. Well, so, we had so, nuns cursing I'm following these games. happened before the 4-8. and eight. Oh, Okay, maybe the Morris years. Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of swearing yeah. in, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's an interesting thing to me real quick. The season huh. that's caused you to curse the most had to be 19, right? Or 18? Had to be, right? It's right there. Or was it a year where they were close and then something went wrong and you're like, oh. Um, I'll bet you 12 was a year that... that a lot of cursing yeah, A lot 12, of cursing yeah. going on. I mean, if you want to go back further than that, any pick a year in the 90s that wasn't 95 and you could uh, you could curse a lot. You know, the biggest uh, myth about 12 was they were going to be good that year. Oh, they had two Heisman Trophy candidates on that team, <laughs> I was told. God. That's the biggest myth. Uh, more than the 64 championship. Uh, the biggest myth I'm is sorry, that the, the, tw- the 12-team was going to be good. <laughs> they weren't going to yeah. be good. The chickens were coming home to roost with the lack of recruiting that had been done for the last four years. That's a fact. And uh, there you go. They had to go to a bowl game, but they weren't going to go like a, you know 11-1 or anything. That wasn't happening. All right, so uh, so Brett is burned out on something. Well, he yes. was when he had this dream. 
Okay, but he but said it was a while. Maybe ago. Nick Saban is the 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 Razorback football team coming to the door. I think that may have just door. been a happy like a happy a, accident, a coincidence. Okay, okay. Ryan and Prairie Grove on the McClarty New Hotline. Saban's not the devil. The dude Sam sold his soul to may be though. Hey, hey, hey! I just read him, Zach. Hey, I didn't. I didn't. Hey, I didn't write hey, that. Hey, that's Ryan and Prairie Grove. And Ryan, please, Sam had nothing to do with that. That was uh that was done. Outside of the uh, purview of the football uh, football facility, everybody knows this, right? Right. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah yeah. That was done in uh, dark quarters, probably in a in a the old smoke filled room. That's right. That's where that happened. That's where that deal went down. Yeah. All right. Ten minutes after the hour here. Uh, Chuck Barrett's coming up here. Yes, he is. So um, we'll get to talk with him. And yes, he's uh, class the place up a little and bit. He's delighted to. Join oh us. man, I gotta tell you, uh, we had, we had a text exchange today, and I could sense his enthusiasm coming through to uh, to hop on with us. <laughs> yeah, he he loves it. So um, that's uh, that's coming up here in a little while on uh, Ruskin and Zach eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. You want to join us on the. McClarty Daniel Hotline. Feel free. Do it. You have carte blanche. We are, we will be keeping an eye on the volleyball and the uh, NBA Cup game for those of you that are interested. And if you're not interested, we're keeping an eye on it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> we got to do something around yeah, we here. Something we got sports on during the right. day. Do you know how rare this is? This is a this is a special day here. It's a full day. It's very good. You know, we 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 always clamor for stuff to watch during the show. On the TV. Well, have we got it today? So we're uh, we're gonna cover this. We're gonna be all over this. So don't worry about it. You don't need to go anywhere else. Uh, here's a text out of the eight seven zero. Have you discussed that Chad Morris was hired six years ago today? No. Why would we bring why, that up? Why? Why? Why on earth would anybody want to remember that? You are harshing our mellow here. What are you talking about? Harshing our mellow. Why would you want to talk about that? That was a. Uh, that was not a great day in the history of our state. Oh, and you know what happened? I was having a secondhand embarrassment, as DQ would say, uh-huh. because the new coach at uh, I want to say UTEP was um, was going TV preacher in his opening press okay. conference about you know hey uh, you know you know go to the bathroom before the game because we run a play every. I mean he was what he said he, they ran a play every twelve seconds, and I was having Morris like vibes. In the opening presser where he's talking about, you know, all the things they were going to do and making campaign promises they'll never be able to keep, right. et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, oh, this guy, this is not, I think it was UTEP. It was somewhere. This guy's making a bunch of promises about, hey, you talking better eat the before the game. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't go to the concession stand. You're going to miss stuff. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. 
Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room, you'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items i would have feigned feigned every illness imaginable to get out of this but do you know what happened yesterday i do not what happened yesterday college football broadcaster joe tessitore fulfilled nice guy by the way he fulfilled his obligation to okay. speak yesterday the tallahassee quarterback club Ooh, ouch <laughs> oh boy yes yeah not who as you can imagine the knives were out for Joe Tess. He had to defend ESPN, Kirk Herbstreet. At one point, the exchange led to Joe Tess saying, guys, it's just football. <laughs> wow. When you back down to that, you're just like, guys, it's just a game. Now, I got to tell you, there is no way I would have shown up for this. No, I would have. No, uh, no way, I, given what has happened this week. Nope, I'd lost my voice. No yep. way. But he, I guess to his credit, He's like, no, I'll be there. You know someone had to call him, like Monday. He's like, hey, are you still coming? Are you coming? sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Oh, it'd be fun. Everybody would be calmed down by then. No, they won't. Now the, uh, no, they the, won't. The college football playoff committee uh, has uh, like taken down their contact yes, us page they because they are tired of hearing from FSU fans. Yeah. They have replaced New Orleans Saints fans as the biggest whiners in American sports. Yeah, they really have. It's happened now. But yeah, they are uh, They are still going at it. I love it how we're getting texts in Chuck voice. Guys, let me tell you. Let, let's pause for a second. Let me tell you how Joe Tess got sacrificed. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. You know, these things are booked in advance. I mean, you know more about it than I do. But um, what at, one scenario that just struck me that could have been funny is what if it was supposed to be someone else at ESPN? And they're like, no, I'm not going. And, like, ESPN, it fell down the ladder to Joe Tess. Yeah. He was the first person to agree to go. Like, Herb Street, no. McElroy, no. Uh, Fowler, no. no. Uh, Joe Tess will do it. Now, that's probably not what happened because, again, these things are booked months in advance. But, good Lord, can you imagine? I, that's not an assignment I would have wanted. I mean, Gainesville, fine. Orlando, fine. Yeah. Miami, fine. Right. Tallahassee, no, sir. Like, we thought it was awkward for Hunter to go to Little Rock after the BYU game. This is way worse. This is a much more tense environment. When you have to go to Tallahassee the weekend after they got hosed for going 13-0. what if Joe Tess goes in the other direction and goes, well, you just got, guys, you didn't have your quarterback. Nothing we can do about it. (laughs) I mean, if you want to go full heel, now I'm not sure if he makes it out of there. Oh, so you you don't want him to, like, Join with the crowd. No. You wanted to be antagonistic. Swim, swim against the current. Your team needs to be better. Right. 
Yeah. He also, at one point, I was reading some of this. Uh, I didn't watch the video. I guess there is video online if you want to watch this on YouTube of, of the uh, of the tension convention that was the Tallahassee Quarterback Club yesterday. But um, I guess someone was asking him about Kirk Herbstreet's uh, opinion. And, uh, you know, what do you think about that? Saying they should be. He's like, well, that's Kirk's opinion. <laughs> so he invoked, well, that's his opinion. And, guys, it's just football. It's, it's just football. <laughs> Not in Tallahassee, no, it isn't. No, it's not. No, no. Maybe in Boston it is, but not here. No, no, no. Not in the South. It's not mm. just football. Are you kidding me? People name their kids after this stuff. I mean, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. But I can't imagine a more hostile environment for the rubber chicken circuit than Joe Tess yeah. having to go to the Tallahassee quarterback club yesterday. Man, that's a, that's a, that, you know what? Props to him. Props to hey, him he showed for, up. Yeah, he did. I hope they. I hope he got an honorarium for that. I mean, seriously. Yeah, he earned I, I it. I hope so, because that would be a. That, um. Hey, we've got a little bit of news. We have a little bit of news. A little bit of news. It's, right. a, it's show news. And now a little bit of news. Oh, uh, we have received yes a profanity laced tirade from oh. Brian and Oza. Oh boy. I'm gonna cut through the misspellings, the bad grammar, and just the lack of intelligence. He's not going to call us again. Okay. Voluntarily. We have run off Brian and Ozar. So there you go. I feel like our mission has been accomplished here. We have here. done what we came to do. We came to paint. And, uh, and right. we did that. Wait, good Bobby Petrino reference Thank there. you very much. We didn't come to paint. We came here to win the game. That's right. <laughs> so he was on the block side, I assume. Yeah. I haven't I, seen this. I, I just I can't take him anymore. No. So uh, I just happened to check over there, and uh, and and sure enough, there's like this two-part text, which is completely it is in third-grade grammar, and it's just like it's like God, it was man. sent in crayon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if he could have sent it in crayon, he would have. Uh, but he will not be calling again. Skeeter says he's crying tears of joy. Yes, I know. I know. Now I can't promise you that he doesn't call other shows during the day. Right. He is but, still going to be in your life, but right. just not from two but to not seven. Two to seven. We yeah. have run him off. He will never. Here's the other thing is is the ultimate gatekeeper is us. Right. And if since he has, uh, you know what? We're going to hold him to this. He says, I'm not calling your show anymore. We're going to hold you to it. Right. Yeah. So there you go. You know, I hung up on him last week. Didn't put it on the air. Good. Did we talk about that or did it? I, well, the last I usually time, brag about no, stuff. No, I think I, you said you were like, I'm not taking your call. You might as well hang up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds more on Just brand. Just leave him on hold in purgatory. He has nothing else but us. Yeah. Uh, second attorney says you two are half Hall of Famers for that. Okay, we'll take it. Hey, we have to do something to get some goodwill since I'm not on board with the Petrino hire. So, I mean, we had to do something. Yeah. So, this is this is as much as we can give you right now. This is it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris from Nashville. That guy in Benton's going to be mad, too. Yeah. Yeah. Chris from Nashville is a Texas fan, and Brian pissed him off. Really? Yeah. They're turning on each other. You know what this means? Mm. They're worried about Washington. That's you what think it is. so? Okay. Oh, yeah. They're worried. And we didn't even have to use an NIL payment to do it. So. No, that's right. So he's gone. But what we, was funny, we can still sell the ads, though. He must have said in that uh, crayon tirade like four <laughs> times that he wasn't listening, but then quoted things that we were saying. So, I just don't have a – I have a very low tolerance for that level of stupidity, and um, and he is, he is, the, uh, he is now, the chairman of the board. Now, let me that. say this. Yeah. Um, this is, a, a, this is a, an extenuating, rare – 
like one of one circumstance. Correct. Like this is not going to be where we just start banning people we no, don't no, no. like. I want I I thrive on the back and forth where you disagree with us and want to want to have a discussion or yell at us or whatever it is. But this guy had gone has burned through all nine of his lives here and and and, and is no longer welcome. So so that's uh, so that's it. But I don't want this to turn into oh, Ruskin is like banning people that they don't agree no, with. No, so we're just banning him. It's just you. That's right. Yes, only you. The club is one of one. All right. And so I don't want this to turn into, uh, you know, uh, Drew, character assassination. Drew has uh, uh, tweeted at us, we cannot let him sound off if Texas, with Texas wins at all. No, he's done. It, it is over. Call we, Phil's we show. pulled his visa. He, he has been deported. Uh, yes. Whatever you want to call it, he is no longer welcome here. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, if you disagree with us, please call. We, we'd love the back and forth. And don't hang up. Let us respond. Think about what a bag you have to be to get kicked out of this. Yeah, for real. That's I mean, honestly. It's, seriously. It's like how it, big are I'm, you're the worst. The it, worst. It's like getting thrown out of bottoms up. I mean, it, seriously. This I don't, I've seen people get tossed from there, but <laughs> I may I may have flown through the front door once. But yes, to get booted out of here, you have got to be a low life. And there it is. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, so, and again, it's one of one. It's not um it's not. Um, now we do need to apologize to Phil because he is going to call to him tomorrow. <laughs> Phil's not sorry. on tomorrow. That's right. So Monday, Phil, sorry. Yeah, get the coolest heels a little bit. Is that a phrase? No. Okay. I, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway. So good yeah. times. Good this times. is one of one. This is not normal operating procedure. These are extenuating circumstances. This is not how we normally behave here, where we forbid people we disagree with from calling. It's just that this guy bothers us, and so we had to do something. <laughs> and it's a Texas fan, and we're in Arkansas. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, Matt the only way he gets back in. No. No, no, no. no okay, no, no, hear no, me no. out. Right. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. On November 17th, uh huh. if Arkansas beats Texas next year, we'll let him back in. Tell you what. Yeah. We'll call him. Fair enough. Okay. That'll be good. Make sure we record it so every we can t- get all the bleeps. Every time they lose, we'll call. <laughs> okay. All right. In any sport, doesn't matter, we'll right. call. Because no matter what, here's the thing. No matter no matter what happens in this playoff, if they could win the whole national championship, you know what happened the last time Texas played, played, played Arkansas? They lost. That's true. And that's not changing until at least November. So you go go win all your trophies. Go have Sarkeesian. Go have all, 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 you know, Quinn Ewers, the whole deal. In this state, the last time you played there, you lost. Still. Still. And you, there's nothing that can be done about that. So take that for data. Okay. Bob and Branson is up here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. Bob? Hey, thank you for taking my call. I don't call in too often. I would like to say this is the greatest show day of all time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for what you have done. I have wanted to call and give Brian some perspective. I, I don't prefer calling and calling people stupid or ignorant. And that's not what I, I, I do. I don't think that's funny. However, I've been listening for a long time. My first two calls, you guys hung up on me because what I had to say was stupid and it wasn't funny. In my head, I thought it was funny. The next two times I called in, my brain said, guess what, Bob? You don't have any fun, anything funny to say. So I just hung up on myself before you guys <laughs> well done. even well done. interacting. Well done. 
you know, that's called the self-awareness, but so happy though that you guys have made this happen today. If, if we could get a slow crap clap for you guys. Thank you. Good day. Or, okay. or an aggressive. I'll, I'll drop and go. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Drop and go. Um, or we could get the overly aggressive uh, Citizen King clap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Tom in Montgomery County. Hello, Tom. Guys, I hadn't called a, a, a show in 10 years, but y'all banning Brian from calling in was worth calling and Celebrate. We moved Tom to call from I know. Colorado. <laughs> I didn't realize that it, that no, it was... No, from, from Montgomery oh, County. Oh, Montgomery oh, County. Yeah. Well, I can't read either. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this would make Gary and Arkadelphia proud. Okay? It would. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tom. Boy, they, this <laughs> is wrapped real, in nostalgia here. I did right? not realize that this was, was, was what, like a flashpoint, but... yeah. Uh, yeah, people will remember where they where were. They were. <laughs> yes. the day. Right. Wow. If this would, is this is all we had to do to get goodwill? We'd have done this months, months ago. ago. Seriously. Right, he, he is. They per- like us per- now. Permanently banned. <laughs> Never to come back. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Chuck Barrett is with us in his normal uh, court-appointed slot here Thursdays at 5 o'clock. Hi, Chuck. It's wonderful to be with you guys today. It's good, to, good to be here. We were just talking about um, with everything going on in college football, Joe Tessitore still went to the Tallahassee Quarterback Club yesterday. Can you imagine? What a brutal assignment. And you know, I mean, you know the knives were out. And they felt like they could say anything because, I mean, they don't have to face him in the grocery store or anything like that. (laughs) So uh, they can just take all the shots they want. And I'm sure that it crossed his mind. What was I thinking when I I agreed to this? But I'm sure he was paid. But I'm sure he earned every dime, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever – I can't imagine you've – face many hostile crowds in your public speaking tour there's been one or two um i can tell you there was one i'm not going to say where it was but um this was at the height of the uh houston nut drama oh and um i was ready to leave when it was over i'm (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to you but uh 
No, nothing like that because that was, um, you know, when he when he pulled out the it's just football. Um, it's like wow, that's going to the well right you, there. You just, you just tell them the number one thing they don't want to hear. Exactly, it's just football. No, no, it's not. Well, and and that's always followed up with you know there are people out there that you know are sick or there's right. people out there that have you know poverty and things like that and that always seems to come right behind it. And when I read the account and then went back and heard it, I thought, wow, he really went down. I mean, he was just – he was flummoxed. He didn't yeah. know what to say. Yeah. When when you throw out the it's just football in the heart of football country, yeah. you're stymied, man. You're yeah. stymied. Yeah, that's uh, – you have no other answers there. We'll start with basketball with okay. that coming up with Oklahoma uh, on Saturday and, uh, you know, the win the other night over uh, Furman, a pesky Furman team. Uh, that uh, you know, every time they thought that it was uh, it was over, they they seemed to make it a single digit game uh, over and over again in that uh, in that in that game Monday night. But Arkansas figured out a way to close it out and win the thing by double digits in the end. You know, Arkansas is a really good offensive team. I mean, really good. I, I don't know if people have noticed, but you know, in the last three halves, they've shot better than sixty percent in all three of them. Second half against Duke, both halves against Furman. Now, you know, I know Muss, you know, he's a coach, so he's going to harp on the defense, and that's understandable. I mean, they've, they've, they've given up some points, and I know he was frustrated the other night because, you know, Furman kept hitting threes, and he didn't like the way they were playing off the screens, it seemed like. And um, I know he was, was frustrated about some things, but offensively, man, this team can play. I mean, they got a lot of weapons, a lot of guys who can score. And that may be called upon Saturday. I mean, Oklahoma's good. They they ran Providence out a couple of nights ago. They're eight no. They got four or five guys who can score. Um, you know, they don't rely on just one or two guys to get their points. So um, I think it's going to be a good game. What's uh What's the difference in you mentioned the last three halves versus uh, some of the action earlier in the year? Just being comfortable with each other. Is there a player getting more involved? What do you, What do you see courtside? Well, I think a lot of it is just, and, and this is one of those general terms, but just the flow. I mean, you got all these new guys, and um, you look at the assists and made baskets, and you look at those numbers. I think there was, and, and the number of passes and the number of assists. I think there was one half early on where they had 99 passes and one assist. That means they're telling you, you, you got, you've got guys willing to pass the ball. You've got willing passers, but they're not setting guys up. And so you kind of by default, you know, all you're, you know, all you're doing is isolation for guys down there. And so I think a lot of that's changed, really, the last last little bit. I, I think they're beginning to find their groove offensively. Battle is really a – I mean, he's a scorer. Yeah. He's just a scorer. And Mark is underrated as a three-point shooter. But I'm going to tell you, inside the arc, around the elbows, that little pull-up he's got, I mean, he very seldom misses that shot. And – I just think when you look at the way they're moving the ball right now, they're they're doing a lot of good things. Now, they're going to need to be better defensively against Oklahoma uh, because I think Oklahoma's probably got more firepower than, than certainly Furman did, and Furman was pretty good. And and I also want to see them, and, you know, I, I know this isn't a true road game, obviously, with the neutral site, but I want to see them, um, you know, how do, can they shoot away from Bud Walton Arena? Because you mentioned the, the last three halves, but – They've been You're in, right. in friendly confines, You're right. so uh, so you got to be able to do it on the road, um, and uh, that's uh, that's something. I'm. This isn't a road game, but it's not your building, so if there's a little bit of a, you know, um, lack of comfort, I guess you could say, because it's not 
It's not what you're used to. It's not the friendly confines on Saturday with the, the VOK Center. But it is a nice place. I'm not saying it's not. It'll be a fun game. And there'll be fans from both sides there. I think we'll probably have a little more than they will, but I don't know that. Um, but, you know, yeah, there's going to be people rooting against them. And there's going to be people rooting for them. And it's going to have a little bit more of a tournament-type feel to it. And, you know, they've experienced something similar already in the Bahamas. And so it'll be a bigger crowd this time than probably what they played before there. But, um, you know, most of these guys, too, the transfers particularly, I mean, they've played in big games. I mean, we made a big deal about playing Duke the other night. Well, you know, I mean, L.L. has played him twice, I guess, when he was at Louisville. And, um, you know, so I think a lot of these guys are, are, are toughened up by some of the things they've already done. So I think they'll be fine in this atmosphere. Um, I just think they need to go out and play well. Yeah, you know, the um, we were talking with Chuck Barrett here. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky. So, uh, yeah, coming up on uh, Saturday afternoon, you can hear the game here on ESPN Arkansas with uh, the Razorbacks and the Sooners. Last time in this environment, maybe, yeah, we don't know what the schedule will be. Could be here, there, or, you know, you could play them twice in basketball uh, coming up in, I guess that would be the um, winter of 25 when OU becomes a member of the league. But uh, last time in this kind of, uh, in the Crimson Classic here. These yeah, two. the uh, Crimson and Cardinal Classic will die after three three years three editions of the uh classic it'll be conference from this point forward in in campus campus arenas yep. and, um i like the fact they've played oklahoma as a non-conference opponent i hope that they'll be able to find a similar non-conference opponent uh whether or not they play in Tulsa, i don't know but um you know this this has been a good non-conference game and you know Moss and lon kruger kind of got it started and um you know, now that it's going to be a conference game, we're going to see plenty of them. Yeah, yeah, and I can I remember a lot of years where they play somebody over there. They've played TU back in the day when Nolan was here. They played Oral Roberts, uh, you know, home and home. So that's uh, been a place where uh, more often than not, the Razorbacks have played in the last you know thirty some odd years. Uh, you know, in one way or another, they played in the city of Tulsa somewhere. Yeah, I don't know about going to ORU or Tulsa, but I do think that it would be nice if they could play in the BOK Center there. Um, yeah. Have a, um, a, you know, I don't know who it would be. I mean, they're, they're you know, natural candidates, I guess. You think about Oklahoma State or maybe Kansas State or somebody like that. I don't know. But um, it would be nice to be able to play over there. But I don't, I don't know that you go to ORU or Tulsa. You know, I don't know that you play a home-and-home. Home. Maybe they would, but, but – I would think if you continued to play over there, it would it would be one of those neutral site kind of games. Some of those games were scary when they go over to ORU. I mean, it would be a, it was a lot closer <laughs> than people on this side of the border uh, thought it would hey, be. Some of those. Well, games. let me tell you something. ORU gears up to play Arkansas. You pick your sport. When we play them in baseball, when we played them in basketball, it's a big deal to ORU to play Arkansas. Yeah. No, there's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's been been hotly contested through, uh, throughout the uh, throughout the years. All right, so uh, basketball coming up Saturday with uh, with Oklahoma, as we've said. On football, it uh, it continues with the portal and uh, you know and coaches. What's happened today? Has anything happened today? I I, I um uh, somebody got in today. Uh, let me look it up here. Um, Bryce Stevens uh, okay. entered the portal today from Arkansas, a receiver who um uh, I didn't see him 
on last year's uh, stats. I think I don't know if he's hurt or what. To, he didn't stat. He you know. uh, he he played a little bit here and there, but he didn't ever stat. Um, he he got kind of got lost in the shuffle and just and just passed. Um, I don't know that we've seen, with an exception or two, um, you know, like for example, Chavis and and uh, um, you know this one today and and some of the others. The you know right back to the first one, I guess with. You know, Jalen Lewis, um, I don't know that any of these were, were unexpected. I think they knew, for example, Bryce Stevens was probably going to go. Um, I, I don't I don't think, again, with the exception of maybe Pooh Paul and, you know, possibly Devin Manuel, um, I don't know that anything was really unexpected. Yeah. Well, the big one everyone's wondering about, obviously, is what is KJ going to do? And still there's no indication – what uh, what the decision is uh, from his camp on uh, on staying for one more year or uh, exploring what else is out there? Yeah, and, and you know the thing that we don't know is from what angle uh, he's coming from. Is this a playing angle? You know, do I want to go somewhere or stay here? Where am I going to play the most? Am I going to stay at Arkansas? Am I going to go some other place based on playing time? Um, am I you know do I want to be guaranteed the starting role? Um, how does NIL factor into all this? And I would imagine a great deal if we were to get right down to it. So I think all those things are probably coming into play. Um, I've come to believe over the last year or two uh, that, you know, you don't, you don't announce on Tuesday that you're going into the portal and then on Thursday announce you're making an official visit without having some sort of conversation prior to Tuesday. And in other words, I think a lot of these deals are worked out. Um, you know, well in advance. And I don't know if that comes into play here or not. I I don't, I I just don't know. There are lots of different ways that, you know, you could look at this and speculate about it. And I guess he'll let us know when he's ready to let us know. Yeah. So everybody just kind of hangs on. You just kind of wait. You just kind of (laughs) wait. Exactly. Pardon me. Uh, all right. So, so that's, uh, what's going on there. And, um, you know, we obviously, um, I, I think they're, um, well, what do you think? I mean, they, they uh, AJ Green and Rocket are, are in the portal. Uh, I was mentioning to Zach today that, uh, you know, maybe they need to, you know, grab a, a running back or two. And he said the room is fine. Um, what, what do you think there? I think, I, th- I think, I think they'll get another running back. Um, wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me if they ended up with a couple of them, but I think they'll get at least one. Um, now I do think Augusta has a chance to be a very good running back. And I don't think DeBinion's chopped liver. Um, I think they've got a couple of guys there that, you know, give you an opportunity to, to you know, have a uh, have a decent tandem, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, I think you got to. I mean, they got some guys coming in too. But I think you consider that. I I, I don't think I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we saw something like that unfold. Um, I don't. Again, and and I don't mean anything bad about these two guys, but. I don't think there was real surprise that either one of them entered the portal. Hmm. Well, I I, I thought um, with, uh, you know, we butcher the last name every time. Augustav? Augustav. Isaiah Augustav. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I thought, I didn't think it was a a opponent. Like, when he flashed in that game, like, something jumped out to me that was beyond, you know, the the circumstance of the game. Like, there's something... Something really like there's a there's a lot of talent there in, in that in that package right there. 
Well, it's certainly possible. I mean, I know the people in Naples, Florida, really raved about him. And, uh, you know, his, his coaches down there, um, you know, really, really said, you're getting a really good player. And I think they, you know, when you look at a guy, particularly at that spot, and given all the problems Arkansas had protecting the quarterback, it's hard to throw a true freshman in there with, you know, protections and such. And I'm reminded of what Rashad DeBinion said on Coach Pittman's radio show his sophomore year, year. He said, you know, last year all I was trying to do was just learn the playbook, man. He goes, I was lost half the time. And I think some of those guys probably are lost half the time, and he was probably one of them. Now, it didn't go so well against Missouri. Went pretty well against FIU. But I think there's something they can build on there. Yeah. We're talking with Chuck Barrett here. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky. Uh, you've got uh, all the things colliding here with uh, with the portal, and then you know in a couple of weeks you've got uh, National Signing Day, and uh, there's obviously uh, the class there. And this is um, well, December is not a sleepy month anymore in the uh, in the football season. Some places are normally you're going through bowl preps. Like there's December is a uh, is a very active month in college football now. You know it's 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 interesting. I mean, it would be, and it's not been that long ago when. You know, the last game a coach might take a day and then he'd hit the road for like a month. And, you know, then you'd have the have the dead period over, over Christmas and then you'd come back and it'd be full steam ahead until signing day the first Wednesday of February. And it happened like clockwork. Well, now, I mean, you come back from your last game within 24 hours – you're having to re-recruit your roster. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even that long, to be honest about it. I, I may be being generous when I say 24 hours. You know, you you um, there's no day off. Um, in fact, in many respects, your roster is going to be decided in that month that follows the end of the season. Yeah. You know, and and that's a man. That's a tough tough task right there, because you have to have. By the time you get to the end of the season, you have to have a pretty good idea about who you want back and who you don't. And you have to play mind reader. And you have to have an idea in your head about, all right, I think this guy's going to leave. I think that guy's going to leave. You've always got to have your roster makeup at the front of your mind. And that becomes particularly true the later you get into the season. So I think every staff in America, um, you know, they spent the last two or three weeks of the season probably – you know, this guy's coming back, this guy's coming back. This guy's on the list not to come back. This guy's on the list to come back. We don't think this guy's leaving, but we think this guy might. You're trying to figure all that out. And then you got about a month when the season's over to get your roster together for next year. You'll pick up some bits and pieces, but the bulk of it's going to be done by the early signing day. And you'll get some guys after that, but in large part – the makeup of your roster is going to be determined within 30, you know, sometimes not even that long, uh, from the end of the regular season. So, um, yeah, it's a daunting task now, and December is as busy a month as they have. You know, another thing uh, we were talking about earlier, uh, Chuck, on, on, on the NL, NIL side of things is, like, there's it, – it's hard to find, like, who's looking out for the player in, in a lot of these circumstances because the NCAA is – have tried to, they're not. Um, and it just seems like that there's a lot of people involved in the process that 
are involved in how to benefit themselves from the process, and there's no one really like there's not no one. There's there's few people it looks like that are in the process looking out for the uh, for the players in in a lot of these instances. Well, there are a lot of people with angles, that's for sure. Um, now, I do think the players have gotten a lot smarter. Um, I think they've gotten smart in a hurry, if you want to get right down to it. I, I think there are a lot of them out there right now that are, you know, depending upon their position, they're, I mean, they're testing the free agent waters. That's basically what they're doing, if you want to be honest about it, um, particularly if, if they uh, play a position that's in high demand. Uh, they're, uh, they're just finding out what they're, what they're worth. And it's hard to, you know, it's hard to look at a kid and say, man, that's a bad idea because a lot of them will find out that they're worth a lot of money. And, um, you know, those are, those are guys that are, you know, they're going to make moves. So all that stuff comes into play. And NIL is the, um, um, I think it's, it's more of a factor today than it's ever been. And I think it's more of a factor than it was last year. And I think it'll be more of a factor next year than it is this year. Um, the vast majority of these kids that are going into port uh, into the portal, the good players, um, NILs at the root of it, based on what I've seen and heard. Now I think some of them are leaving because they're not going to get to play here, and if they're going to have any kind of NIL deal, you're not going to get a better one until you get on the field, and so it's probably not going to happen in Arkansas. I need to try some other place. But I think some of them, it's it's just a it's a simple matter of you know let's let's go find out how much we're worth. I, we said I, you know, all week we've been sitting here looking at the you know the 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 big portal, the, the one with all the different schools on it, and you just scroll through here and you see you know you, you just see like on two four seven you know no stars, two stars, and you're like, what's going to happen to that guy? Like I mean, is, is, is anybody gonna you know there's there are hundreds of people that are just not going to have anything the, any situation here i mean maybe they go the fcs route or something but um a the, lot of them will go to smaller schools yeah um but, but the grass know, isn't always greener i mean if a, if a if a if a power five school gives you a a scholarship uh and maybe maybe you are kind of nudged out of the way too but scholarships are too valuable man scholarships are too valuable the you know the 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 reality is that they know when it's time to go um, and most of the time when these guys leave, um, they know they're going to leave, and in a lot of cases they're ready for them to go because they need that scholarship. I think that's probably true nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. Weird times. Weird times with all of this stuff here. Um, we're talking with Chuck Barrett here. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. And uh, yeah, we're only going to uh, do uh, this first half hour today because we got some other stuff uh, going on. That's here. what I understand. Yeah, we got that's what I understand. Busy, busy day around here. Zach, and, Zach bailed on you. He did. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. he'll he'll be back here in a few minutes through the magic of um, of radio. He'll be back. That is exciting. That is the, <laughs> it's amazing the way that works. Will you uh, Will you be at the uh, holiday uh, work uh, Christmas uh, shindig tomorrow? I am planning to make an appearance tomorrow, All yes. Right. Now, what time does it start? I think it's 1130. Is that right, DQ? Okay. It's 1130. Right. 1130, okay. that's right. That's the only time I ever see DQ. I look forward <laughs> to that. I want to sit by you, DQ. I heard you talking about who you are going to sit by the other day. I want, I want to sit okay. by you. We can All sit right. next to each other. All right. Okay. Good deal. There you go. All right. Chuck, thank you. It's all All right, guys. Enjoyed it. All right. That's Chuck Barrett with us here 
our radio pal here Thursdays on Ruskin and Zach. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.